Hi, thank you for coming to my dissertation, the October 2020 Halloween week episode of the People Have Color podcast. Yay, what are we talking about this week? Here's a little heads up. Burning hot, I touched the uh, molten hot lava title of MC briefly, roughly. And then I also, as much as possible, avoid talking about election season as we're just days away. Uh, in so doing, I get into my own podcast feed, Pod Save America, and the uh, woke country club whiteness of it all. Everything's terrible. The BET Hip Hop Awards were okay, though. Uh, and then there's a bunch of other things I try not to talk about. Stay tuned. <laughs> You'll just have to stay tuned for the things I decide not to talk about uh, that are going on this week. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to kick it off now, though, with a, a TED Talk. Let's be real. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. It's up front, and it really will set you up for the episode. So if you hang in there, you'll be in there. <laughs> Thanks for joining. It's late October 2020, and this is People Have Color. Truth to power to the people. If we take as our paradigm that the power rests with the people, what then? That's our paradigm here, for example. The people have color. Our progressive ideals and values, the beloved community is sustainable. That's the bottom line premise of this show, which we don't practice, but we talk about all the fucking time. So let's actually hold it as our premise. What then? What does that look like? What's equality and equity and justice and freedom? What does that look like? If we live in those values so that we can rise to the, those practices. That's the premise of this show. An acknowledgement that the truth is hard to tell. To whiteness. The truth is hard to tell to whiteness. We all know that and nobody wants to talk about whiteness because of it. And our ignorance of those truths sustained ignorance we're not all ignorant but those of us who are less ignorant keep our mouths shut because it's so offensive to say out loud and to talk about just as offensive maybe more offensive than money to talk about race and class keep us so bound in ignorance and obfuscation over transparency with these topics if the beloved community is sustainable at our premise at our root we have to reckon with truth our power is derived from our self-evident truths as humans. We are not beasts. And truth to power is not about speaking your truth to some omnipotent white father. That's not what truth to power is. I'm standing up to you, Mr. Bull. So I'm a strong little girl. That's not what, I'm, what truth to power is. Flip the motherfucking script, y'all. Truth to power is your truth turning you into a motherfucking superhero bitch truth into power turn your truth into your power okay that is the power of the people that rests with the people that is the people this podcast is an exploration of uncomfortable truths that may just yet set us free will they i don't know 
It may be fun or horrifying or both to find out. Let's go. Hi, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. This is People Have Color. It's Corinne. Welcome back. Welcome to People Have Color podcast. A bi-weekly podcast to test the paradigms of our times. A podcast paradigm shift. A FUBU podcast. Thank you for joining me. I am holding the mic to my mouth so that you can hear me better. I'm working on my waveform. I am a workplace culture consultant, leadership coach, power coach, facilitator, and team support, support for progress at work. That's what I do. I help people communicate more clearly, honestly, succinctly for their progress, for their team's progress. I help people make real this thing about walking the walk uh, at work and reaping the benefits of not oppressing people at work. Mainly because I've mostly only ever been oppressed at work and uh, I know it. (laughs) I understand it uh, pretty well, deeply well from my own experiences and from my training as an HR professional, coach, talent management professional, black American woman educated in these academies. I know what I speak where oppression at work is concerned and where freedom in work is concerned so i help people navigate that and get more of it get more joy get more results get more life you only got your one life right get more life out of this one life we have so i do that and i also talk into this mic in an experimental way to give voice to my voice (laughs) and share it with the world I just honor my gifts and live in the reality of what I'm trying to do in the world so that I'm not just preaching it to other people, but I'm living it and learning from my own experiences of uh, vulnerability and self-acceptance and freedom. So this is me uh, accepting myself as an MC on the microphone. Oh, I just called myself an MC out loud, y'all. Um, I in private think of myself as an MC. I it's hard for me to say it out loud because I don't rhyme period so I have this respect and deference for the vocation and art form and talent and history of MCs and I feel this like prideful resistance of putting myself in that category basically like uh, who do I think I am one of my things is who do I think I am and I feel that way about calling myself an MC, and yet here I am doing it because my gift is to go for it on the mic, basically. So that's the other reason I'm here is to just go for it on the microphone and give myself practice and a shot at doing that. How am I doing? Oh, and I also just believe there's more than one way to be on the mic, and this is my way, and I'm good at words. So, you know, I also honor that tradition of MCs, masters of ceremony, and masters of microphones, and that black ass tradition of rocking a mic. You know, it's a microphone, it's a technological like advance. It's not 
a megaphone. It's not a bullhorn, although it's probably started there with bullhorns and megaphones, whatever people rocked up on the pulpit, on the stand. I'm not going to get into the history. I'm not that kind of historian. I'm not any kind of historian, really, though I do respect and love history and have a history degree. Wouldn't call myself a historian of anything, truly. Don't quote me. I'm not that's not what we that's not what this is about. That's not what I'm here for is to call my pretend I'm not calling myself a historian. I'm calling myself an MC. That's my tradition. That's the craft I practice and need to learn and explore and honor and pursue is me on a mic. So welcome. Thanks for joining me here on my microphone tonight as I talk my shit. Um, sorry, this day on this day, as I talk my shit, as we sit here days before, mere, mere days before the next president is elected, mere days before the polls close, who knows how long the election's actually going to take. Uh, we're in this place in the election cycle of the year of our Lord 2020 in limbo waiting to see what's going to happen. What we know has happened so far is record turnout. Record turnout by early vote, absentee or otherwise. And what we know is that we won't be able to count reliably for at least one day, if not multiple days. I think, listen, if we out here speculating, dears, what I really think we're in for is an immediate prognostication. The networks will not be able to help it and will be calling this race by Wednesday morning. I expect it to be an all-nighter on Tuesday. Maybe not. Like, maybe it won't be. But I expect it to be an all-dayer again on Wednesday. And before Thursday, there will just be firm camps established. Biden won it's, or the verdict's out. Those will be the two camps, and they'll be established before Wednesday's over, but Wednesday is going to be a a long day, a long day. Uh, And then there'll be all of the speculation. There'll be projections of when we'll have a reliable vote count because of uh, states going slowly, and we'll know what sort of, like, court challenges there will be by, you know, Thursday, Friday. And I think it'll be over. I think it'll be over before the week's out. Like, I don't think it's going to be that wild. Like, I don't think it's going to be that hectic all weekend. And then we'll just be back in the shit. Back in this COVID shit. Back in the Supreme Court shit. And licking our wounds. uh, And regrouping. Woo! Shit. Can you imagine what it's going to look like to regroup? Regroup and... um, reform and recollate under uh, the expectation of joe biden Woo! all right maybe i shouldn't say that out loud it's still days to go but i shared what i thought and it's tense times and i just i want to honor that the tension out there that's real uh the fact that the news is oh so rough that i'm actually like I'm tapped out like I'm out like I'm not reading the news I'm barely even looking at my Twitter these days because like what the fuck I don't care about anything else and I don't need to know anything else (laughs) it's like I don't care about anything else but this 
news wise and there's nothing new to know about this there's nothing to know until it's over so it's just nail biting tension until it's over yay (laughs) for days I mean, I can be enticed by a good conversation on another podcast, but like not my, my not even my podcast feeds, not enough of my podcast feed is talking about this. Not enough. Sorry that like my, it gets better. My podcast feed gets better as the week progress. Well, that's not true because the week comes out on Tuesdays and that's great. But reliably speaking, there's not a lot like I'm also in this phase where I'm I'll, I'll still listen to I'm, I'm lying. I was going to say, I thought I was over Pod Save America. I'm not. Ooh, I was really in my feelings about those podcast hosts, Crooked Media, which is really John Favreau and crew, which is a very, very, very New England country club life aesthetic. And real, like, if you check out John Favreau on the gram, he's living that woke country boy life. No black people in his Instagram life. And yet, the network's decent. They know black people professionally. Like, is that the thing to, like, is that true, real truth? Is the crooked medias of the world, the crooked Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> the crooked media networks of the world, the John Favreau and Cruz of the world, the woke country club New Englanders of the world, uh, the secret society liberal institutions of the world. They can't, like, is it honest and true and good and kind and right and fine and nice and sweet for them to be real about the fact that they don't have close real deep personal intimate relationships with people of color and still and yet can and do hold share wield power platform influence impact decision making leadership with people of color can it can actually exist as peers and colleagues with shared equity with people of color is that real and true and possible and right and and real like i fucking love john lovett he's part of john favreau and crew he you know he's crooked media he has two podcasts he's a super talent he's ronan farrell's life partner that's part of the woke new england country club crew that's crew right there and he seems like to really really be able to hold these professional fruitful relationships with black folks i'm sorry the way he's able to hold challenging interesting entertaining humorous witty banter with black folks on his own podcast john lovett i'm talking about right now respect hashtag respect i put on that and yet these are people without black folks in their instagrams Is that reconciled for you? I don't know if it's reconciled for me. Is it reconciled for you? Holla at me. People have color at gmail.com. Anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about crooked media. Why am I talking about crooked media and the John Favreau's of the world? I don't know. I don't know.
I still don't know, but I was, I think, getting at and into hmm, being an MC, respect for the art, something to do with uh, stimulation and inspiration. I wasn't sure I was going to record. I have thought about a lot of things, and I think this election moment matters, really matters. It matters to honor this commitment because I think it actually really truly does matter to try to offer some hope and reason in the midst of chaos and terror. So for what it's worth, here I am. These times are not fun. They're rough and isolating and isolated and lonely and sad. I keep looking for levity and a flow that's cool and fun and not heavy and down. I have a six-year-old. He's cool and fun. I mean, you know, six-year-old cool. The shit. But I cannot get it up for, like, reality right now. Only just, like, Riding the wave of that undeniable six-year-old nature whose joy will not be denied, who runs on joy. I'm riding his coattails, and I have no fuel in that engine on my own. Welcome aboard. How, how How's that? Enjoy that moment of despair. Come along for the ride on my six-year-old's coattails because I'm burnt out. Come on. <laughs> oh, where was I? I? I was, I was not doing this right. I was at, oh, you know what? I wasn't going to do this because... <laughs> I don't have nothing to say to you. Nothing good. I have nothing good to say. But what's going on? Ain't nothing good going on. Something good going on that I missed. I did watch the BET Hip Hop Awards a couple nights ago whenever they were on. That was good. The other thing I've been watching is The Vow. Not good. Also down. So I'm not even going to get into it. Fuck The Vow. Fuck the vow. No one's watching it anyway. No one has HBO but me. But my dad, whose HBO I, I, I still get to borrow on my streaming device. So no one's seen the vow and no one's talking to me about it. Fine, that's fine because it's dark and bleak and grim and down. And I don't want to talk about it. I'm just obsessed with it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about this virus any further. I don't want to talk about these courts tap dancing on my heart. I don't want to talk about the doom and down and low despair of our free and fair elections, whether or not we'll get another election after this, whether or not this election remains real, whether or not elections remain real after this. This election's real. We're in it. People are acting like it's real. 
Must be real, right? People are acting like we haven't been hacked to death already. That there's a reason to give this election a chance still. And if so, maybe we can save elections beyond this. People are acting like this might not be the last stand for democracy. Uh, People uh, are talking about the stress and anxiety while also acting like everything's fine. And we'll just go on. People are talking about the specter of violence. The New York Times podcast today was about the specter of political violence. And yet, we're all just walking around, online shopping, not actually walking around, but sitting in our houses, except for those of us who actually are walking around with and without masks. These numbers are out of control, but I don't want to talk about it. If we're not talking about families separated at our border, ongoing, ongoing separations of families at and near and around our border, what the fuck are we talking about if we're not talking about that? What else is going on? What the fuck else is going on? Anything? Other things are going on besides that? Who wants to talk about it? I don't. I just don't want it to be, and we all know it's true, and we just can't talk about it every second. It's too awful. And yet, how can we just go on like some anything else matters? So many other things matter. And yet, it's Halloween weekend. I hope wherever you are, you're wearing or preparing to wear something ridiculous a ridiculous absurd costume look absurd in your house on your porch in front of your building on the street in your car not transmitting this virus to anyone i hope you look ridiculous right now and this whole weekend and that you enjoy yourself and dance Like elections are still free and fair. That's it. I don't have anything else to say. Hope there's some good news next week. In two weeks when we do this again. Bi-weekly podcast. Check me out on Twitter. At Dreams Preferred. Email me what you're hopeful about or worried about at peoplehavecolor at gmail.com tell me what else we need to face and talk about feel good about or worse about Not nothing to feel worse about I don't want to hear it I don't want to talk about it not one more second if you have something good to say it's going to cheer me up and yourself spill it people have color at gmail.com and you know what that really actually means is send me pictures of your ridiculous ass halloween costumes please um if you're listening to this and you dress up tag me 
Holla at your girl. At Dreams Preferred on Twitter. At Corinstagram on Instagram. And email peoplehavecolor at gmail.com. Hashtag peoplehavecolor, peoplehavecolor podcast. Oh, happy Halloween. Check the show notes. Help someone vote this week. Happy Halloween. All power to the people. Peace.